Blog Talk Radio. Turnbuckle Turnbuckle fans, welcome to the show here on another Sunday afternoon. We want to thank you for being with us once again here on Memorial Day Sunday. Uh, Thank you to all the service personnel that have kept us safe on this holiday. And also, I want to send congratulations out to our very own Randy Zellers. He won the Best in the Northwest Tournament at Northwest Pro on Friday night. So our very own co-host, Randy, who I believe might be celebrating at this very moment, officially is the best in the Northwest. But without any further ado, I want to welcome our guest today. He is timekeeper extraordinaire, a man with an undefeated record in professional matches, the ding, ding, ding kid, Shane Husky, ding, ding, ding. Thank you for being on Turnbuckle Turmoil today. We appreciate you taking the time to do it. Yeah, thank you for having me. I really do appreciate it. Our pleasure, absolutely. Now, if you're familiar with our show, you know we have a question that we traditionally ask first-time guests such as yourself. I will ask it to you. What led to you getting into professional wrestling? What led me getting into professional wrestling? Let's see. Uh, my grandpa was watching wrestling one night, and he got me into it. And I was like, what's this? He's like, it's wrestling, grandson. And so I just started watching ever since. And that was like back in 2003. Now, you eventually found your way into the actual wrestling business itself, you were a part of the business. How did you end up being involved in independent pro wrestling? Uh, Well, I was in a uh, company called Rise. I said I wanted to find like a a wrestling sort of thing that's like on every week instead of just waiting for WWE to come to town because you know how they are. They like to come to town every year. But I like to come to a wrestling show that was like every week. So they found BCW, and that's how I discovered BCW was from them and from Rise, which I am not with anymore. And, yeah, that's how I started. Now, you, of course, eventually became known as the Ding 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 Kid when someone marketed you as that. And you had quite a fan following there for a while. There were chants of ding, ding, ding. People brought bells and rang them when you were timekeeping. At any point in your life previous to that, did you ever think 
something like that would happen where fans would not only more or less come to be entertained by you, they would pay top dollar to see you in a professional match. Uh, no, I never thought that in a million years. As a matter of fact, at my real job, uh, I was complimented and saying, hey, aren't you the, the timekeeping ding ding kid? I was like, yeah, I am. So it was pretty cool to get like recognition, even people at my work that was uh, noticing me a lot. Now, of course, like I said, you are undefeated in professional wrestling matches. You have never lost one. Of course, it took an entire pre-arranged plan and a whole lot of cheating for you to defeat your opponent. Your opponent was slipping on a banana pill, got attacked by a gang of thugs, and had the sun in his eyes at the time that you pinned him. But you did get the pin. You are undefeated. That video has been seen by countless people. What was going through your mind when you were officially in an actual professional wrestling match? Well, first, I was nervous. I was like, man, this is crazy. And by the time I knew it, the match was over, I was like, oh, my God, I won. And then even now, I still think, man, I'm the only timekeeper that's undefeated in wrestling. (laughs) To my knowledge, that is true. Now, I read my figure four newsletter correctly that week. Brian Alvarez rated it 17 and three-quarter stars. He happened to run out of stars that week. That was as many as he could give. Dave Melcher wept at its magnificence. <laughs> and and that's something for Dave Melcher. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, in recent times, World Wrestling Entertainment former women's champion Bailey has come out with a talk show. It is entitled Ding Dong Hello. There has been speculation by some that you were the inspiration behind Bailey's talk show. Can you address these rumors for us? Well, if that is true, I would like to say, wow, uh, Bailey needs to give me some credit for that. And if not, then I can't say anything because I'm, right now I despise Bailey because of someone taking my gimmick. Well, you know, you should have trademarked that, and then you wouldn't have had this problem. I I should have. Yes, I have. Now, you, of course, are in Oregon here in the Pacific Northwest. We've had a lot of people in recent times make it to the national level out of our region. Of course, Rory Strickland was born in Tacoma. Uh, he has made it to NXT. Darby Allen had his very first ever professional wrestling match in a blue-collar wrestling ring, and he is on AEW uh, every week there on TNT. Aubrey Edwards started out in Seattle, and she is one of the officials there at AEW, and she'll be on Double or Nothing tonight. What's it like for a guy like yourself that comes out of this area and you see people that were on the independents just like yourself and now they're on the national stage? 
You see, guys like uh, Darby and referees like Aubrey, they train and work their whole life up to stop me. I just like being local and here in Portland. So if AEW called you, would you consider timekeeping for them? I would definitely so, yes. If that actually happens, I would say yes in a heartbeat. All right. Well, I guess if Tony Khan's listening and he needs a timekeeper, I could pass the number along. Now, you as a timekeeper, a lot of people may not fully appreciate what a timekeeper does, but the timekeeper is in charge of maintaining how much time is elapsed because especially when you have a televised product or you have a venue that gives you a tight curfew, you have to be on time. Uh, you can't let yeah. a match with a 10-minute time limit go 18 minutes because then it throws everything else off from that point going forward. Uh, timekeeping, very important. A lot of people may not realize that. One of the duties, of course, is maintaining how long a match is gone so you can relay that information so we can get the 10-minute elapsed announcement or the 15-minute elapsed announcement so we know how much longer is in the match. What has been the longest match that you had to keep time for in your career? I'm going to say... Um, probably like 30 to 40 minutes. I can't remember what match, but I know it was like uh, like over 30 to 40 minutes. That's like, like my longest match ever. Um, keeping the time of... Not too bad. Another one of your duties was whenever a wrestler would pass away, Blue Collar Wrestling would often do a 10-bell salute to them. Uh, that's the tradition in the wrestling business. Whenever we lose someone, we toll the bell for them in memoriam. I know you were responsible for the ringing of the bell quite a few times. What were some of the 10 bell salutes that you did that you can remember? I I know the first one that I remember that I messed up on, uh, was uh Pat Patterson I think. Oh no, sorry. Um uh trying to remember. He he didn't know he had the weasel gimmick and everything. And Bobby Heenan. Oh it was Bobby Heenan. Yeah, Bobby Heenan. And I thought I rang the bell ten times, but I rang the bell extra two times as twelve and Mac Treger cursed me with the number twelve forever. And so since then I cannot get away from the number twelve and all that. <laughs> Uh, did you petition for all the other companies to change the bell tolling from 10 to 12 so you fit in and look like a trendsetter? No, but that's the thing I wish I should have done. You really should have. No, that um, would have been hilarious, but that that probably would have been go so well. Now, being at ringside like you were for a large part of your run. When you're looking in the ring from up close like that, I'm sure a lot of times 
things can get scary in there uh, when things don't go right. What would you say has been the scariest moment that you witnessed? Uh, I would have to say during the hardcore matches because I would have to look like all the way across the round to see that I'm make sure that I'm the one that don't get hit. Well, luckily no one, to my knowledge, hit you. No. Now, I once went right through your table and through your bell. I didn't quite wreck your bell. How scared were you that I was going to damage the equipment that you need to maintain your job? Um, and I was, like, really scared for my life. I, I don't blame you. I could have landed right on your head, but I did not because I'm a professional. Now, blue-collar wrestling, there is a fair amount of blood at play. Uh, there's of course, like war games matches and hardcore matches where often guys get bloodied, uh, blood can happen in just your standard wrestling match. Uh, it's not like a frequent every single week type of thing, but there are matches that feature blood there. Uh, some companies have blood almost every single show. Some companies try their best to never have blood involved in it. What was your stance when it came to seeing blood on the wrestling shows? Hmm. The one I can't think of the most, just like you said, is the War Games match because that's the only time where I ever see blood in in a wrestling ring, and that's pretty much about it. All right. Speaking of blood, bad blood once officiated a match, and that match happened to be your match, can we confirm or deny rumors that you passed him a little bit of cash before he officiated that match, and that's how you ended up with the win? Uh, I had no idea that Bablo was going to do that. All right. All right, just checking. Uh, one of these things that you are very so. well known for is your absolute love of Bill Goldberg. We know that you've spent time as the president of the Bill Goldberg fan club. You've made countless social media posts about how much you enjoy him. What can you tell us about your fandom of Bill Goldberg? That is a lie. Really? Okay. Well, I guess yeah, our some sources got that one wrong. No, 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 don't need any sources. So all lies. Oh, all right. Now, at, at one point in time, this was years ago, Nintendo 64 came out with a lot of wrestling games. They had some of the earlier WWE games. ECW's only video game came through the Nintendo 64 system. Uh, the bigger part of the WCW games were with that system. 
Did yes. you ever get into playing the Nintendo 64 wrestling games? No, that's the one gaming system of wrestling games I have not played. The only wrestling games I have played through were like the beginning of SmackDown of the PlayStation 2 throughout two days, WWE 2K20. All right. Now, if you have the opportunity to buy a Nintendo 64 and all of the games for a very, very good price, would you hesitate to do so? Yes, without a doubt. You would hesitate? Yes. Oh, okay. All right. Well, we're at the point in the show where we have a game that we like to play. We call this game Word Association. I'll throw out the names of some people that most likely you have come across in your career or have seen on the television. The first word or two that comes to mind to describe them is the answer. Are you prepared for some word association? Um, can, can I be brutally honest about them? That's the hope and the dream. Okay, okay. All right, here we go. First name, Bill Goldberg. Uh, he he sucks completely. Big vicious. He 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 is an awesome dude. Uh, I like big vicious. Mac Trigger. Mac Trigger is one crazy son of a bitch. Bad blood. His RKO sucks. Sunny days. Sunny days is just an awesome person. Thumbs up, Lance Dean. He he likes his thumbs up a lot. Kevin Brandt. Kevin Brandt. Kevin Brandt is also awesome. I I like him a lot. Kofi Kingston. Um, he deserved better other than losing to Brock Lesnar. Aubrey Edwards. The greatest referee of our generation. Damn. Moose. Oh, Moose is awesome. And I hope he wins against Kenny Omega. We'll see. Dalton Castle. Uh, I haven't really watched much of Dalton Castle other than I know he lost the boys. Tim Storm. That's pretty much about it. James Storm, uh, it was pretty weird that he only signed NXT for one day. And the last name, Darkness. Darkness, another awesome dude that I really like. All right, that completes Word Association. One of the things that probably didn't directly relate to you per se, but... Most televised wrestling shows are filled up with um, the promos and interviews to fill in between matches. They can be extremely important as far as getting word to fans about what the wrestlers are like, who they should cheer, who they should boo, information they need to be able to find the shows and the merchandise. What's your opinion on at the independent level, who might be the best at the promo? 
Best of the promo in the independent level. Oof. That's tricky. Uh, honestly, I I like Zach Winter's pro- promos in the independent. Wonderful Zach Winters. All right, I used to manage him. Really now? Sure. I in fact did. Yes, that's probably where he learned now how to do a really good promo. But oh, uh, at the era of wrestling we are in right now, as we're coming out of the pandemic era, a lot more options have become available as far as televising wrestling or streaming wrestling. Independent streaming services have popped up, so dozens and dozens of independent promotions can be seen all over the world now, uh, where before they were strictly seen by the few fans that would go to the arena to watch. There's more national television wrestling than at any point that I can remember from more companies than I can remember since at least 30 years ago. You have WWE, Impact, AEW, MLW, uh, then Ring of Honor. You have the streaming uh, services. The National Wrestling Alliance has their own uh, service now. What's it like for you both as a fan of wrestling and as someone that has worked in it to see how much televised wrestling is available now compared to say even 10 years ago? Well, to compare what it was like other than like 10 years ago, it was just mainly like WWE and New Japan, and that was about it. But I like how there's more wrestling to watch, like instead of ROH, uh, AW, MLW, and and all that. All right. Well, we have one more game that we like to play. I think you're a perfect candidate for this. We call it Bring On to Choice, Bring On to Funk. I will ask you a series of two options, and the one that is just your own personal preference is the answer. Are you ready for some bring on to choice, bring on to funk? Yes, I never played this, but yeah. Here we go. Scott Hall or Scott Steiner? Mm, I'm going to have to say Scott Steiner. Arm drag or hip toss? Uh, Hip toss. Cage match or battle royal? I'm going to have to go with the cage match. Frogger or Donkey Kong? Donkey Kong. Pizza or lasagna? Oh, pizza. Boxing or karate? Karate. Ding dong hello or Piper's Pit? Impact Wrestling or Ring of Honor? Uh, Impact Wrestling. The last one, Songhai or T-Rex? I'm going to have to go with Songhai. Poor T-Rex. All right, well, that concludes Bring on the Choice, Bring on the Funk. And at this point in time, 
QT Vokes is standing by, and I know QT has many questions for you, so I'm going to pass things to him for a while. Oh, oh okay. Thank you, sign guy. Hello, Mr. Dean. Hey, QT. How's it going? Oh, it's going uh, very good. Happy uh, Memorial Day. Or Labor Day. It's always uh, Memorial Day, yes. Okay. Yeah, Memorial Day. <laughs> Uh, Mr. Ding, I'd like to expand on Sun Guy's word association, if I may. Are you ready to play an expanded uh, word association? Oh, or yes, bring please. On the oh, okay. Uh, All right. I'll, I'll play more. Oh, okay. Um, that 70s show or Big Bang Theory? Big Bang Theory. Okay. Uh, golf or Indianapolis 500? Uh, I'm going to have to go with the golf. Okay. All right. Uh, let me see. Uh, Raj Guther Pauly or Sheldon Cooper? Sheldon Cooper. Okay. Um, the Dancing Bear Strip Club by BCW or Wendy's? Wendy's. Oh, Wendy's. Okay. Very good. Okay. Well, Mr. Ding, a seminal moment in blue-collar wrestling happened when I took over your bell ringing duties as honorary uh, bell ringer. So uh, when I served as bell ringer, a bell ringer's dream happened to me during the main event when Diafula Debashi went wild and repeated bell ringings by myself did not stop his illegal assault. Do you remember this event? I do not. Oh. <laughs> well, okay. Um, do you remember the uh, time when I did uh, take over your bell ringing duties uh, because I maybe Oh, yeah, gave... yeah, now I remember. My bad. I was trying to, I was trying to sing. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Okay. For some reason, Diapola Debashi, well, not for some reason, he was in the main event. Do you recall who he was wrestling when things got out of control and the action spilled out of the ring? Oh, my goodness. I honestly cannot remember. I see. I remember repeatedly ringing the bell for um, for control, hoping that, that would calm the crowd and uh, get some... Um, somehow stop the wild mayhem that ensued when Diafula Debashi attacked his opponent outside the ring. I kept ringing the bell, and mostly I wanted it to do it for fun and a sense of chaos and anarchy. So for me, it was it was a seminal moment for me. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, I do remember you handing me uh, the uh, hammer, and it, it was a, it was kind of a touching moment for me. Yeah, I I do I do remember now that you were doing uh, a, a time team thing for for the one match that that was the main event that that was really fun. I I was glad to get to hang out with QT and everything. It it was really fun. QT just dropped the call. I think he shocked him with that answer. <laughs> well, 
while we wait for QT to call back, what is the strangest thing that you ever saw a fan write on a sign and hold up in the crowd? Um, by BCW or in general? Let's do both. Um, well, the one strangest sign I can't remember seeing in a wrestling uh, crowd, and this was like all over the internet, it was, uh, and I'm sorry for my language, it was the uh, Finn Balor face fucking girl. I literally said, Finn Balor face fucking. I know. Very, very odd to put on the sign, but it's just like, okay. That, that is the strangest thing I've ever seen on the sign. Now, flipping it around, what was the strangest one you ever saw at BCW, and was it in QT Vokes' handwriting? <laughs> uh, I, saw, I saw a sign that says, sign guy, please hug me. I don't know why anyone would hug sign guy. All right. Well, was that in Lance Dean's handwriting? Probably. Okay, I wouldn't doubt it, but like I was saying earlier, you picked up a lot of steam there for a while. You had fans bringing bells for you, and they were chanting ding, ding, ding. What was the strangest moment for you as far as encountering a fan? Countering a fan, like, like, what do you mean? Explain that. Uh, just when you had a moment with a fan, what was the strangest uh, thing that happened with a fan that kind of left you a little uneasy? Um, I didn't really have uneasy moments with the fans. All I know is they were, like, really behind me and everything. It was really amazing to feel that. <clears throat> Fair enough. All right. It looks like QT is returned. QT, did you faint? No, I, I, I apologize to yourself and Mr. Ding for my phone running out of power. I am now. I now have it plugged in. Um, but uh, yeah, you, Mr. Ding, I think what Sangai is trying to allude to. Uh, do you remember any events at Blue Collar Wrestling where anyone from the crowd, perhaps? in a lucha mask, avoided security, and ran around the ring to get the wrestlers pumped up. <laughs> Not that I can recall of, no. Oh, okay. All right. Well, Mr. Ding, for some reason, Sign Guy thought that you were the president or a um, rabid enthusiast of the Bill Goldberg fan club. I myself heard that rumor, and I was going to ask you, if new members got a special Goldberg sparkler, if they became a blue ribbon um, member of your Goldberg uh, fan club, if they got a sparkler, because if you remember, Goldberg often made his entrances amid a shower of sparks. But um, no, now no, that you are. No. Okay, go ahead. Yes. Sorry about that. Uh, no, those rumors are false. I do not have a Bill Goldberg uh, fan club. Whatever sign guy says on that is a straight-up lie. Oh, okay. All right. I mean, 
if you were uh, if you were a huge fan of Goldberg, would you yourself market a Goldberg Sparkler fan club uh, like a giveaway uh, for people that you know different levels of fan club uh, if they pay their dues? Like you might have a bronze member level, a silver member level, and a gold member um, uh, member level. If you yourself were um, to produce a gold, uh, Bill Goldberg fan club and someone paid gold-level membership prices, would you yourself include a sparkler in a package to, the, to these fans? That's what I'm asking. <laughs> no, I yes. would not, and that club would never exist. You would never give a sparkler, okay. Is, is this because in the long hands, sparklers like in the hands of children could injure the child and you yourself would be subject to a lawsuit, like a Bill Goldberg sparkler lawsuit? Got to look out for safety. Got to look. Yes, you do have to look out for safety these days. There's a lot of succubuses out there looking for a, a free paycheck. Although succubus is a term they apply to women, gold-digging women. And this gold-digging women does not apply to Goldberg himself. Okay, very good. Ding. Inspired by the miniseries, A Band of Brothers, do you see any blue-collar wrestlers, including Tex Thompson, putting on a community play, a community play, where they join the Naval Reserves like Homer Simpson? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Now, do you find, do you see yourself, Tex Thompson? I'm just saying this because Tex Thompson, as a, a promoter, I've seen him uh, involved in several charities, community charities. He could probably take the time to put on a community community play. Um, I would. I could see him playing the role of Homer Simpson in the Naval Reserves <laughs> myself. Do you? Do you? Yeah. And you see that. Yes, I would actually love to see that. Okay, in that seminal um, uh, Simpsons episode where Homer joins the Naval Reserves, he serves on a submarine with Barney, the barfly. Who at BCW, especially a wrestler, could you see playing the role of Barney, the barfly? That's what I'm asking. Uh, who can play as Barney? You know, I, I, I want to say J.B. Moonshine. Yeah, could could you repeat that, please? J.B. Moonshine as Barney. Ah, J.B. Moonshine. Okay. All right. Very good. The J.B., I could see him. Some, sometimes, as you know, on The Simpsons show, uh, Barney will be talking, and then he'll let out a burp. And yep. I believe J.B. Moonshine. I can definitely see J.B. will be a perfect fit. Okay. All right. Very good. Okay. Well, Mr. Ding, do you yourself uh, see yourself being replaced in the future of your bell-ringing duties at Blue Collar Wrestling by a bell-ringing hologram due to cost-cutting measures? A bell-ringing hologram? Yes. Probably, yeah, since we're so, we're so into, into the modern technology, yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Yes. Just due to uh, cutting measures, as you know, the national debt it has been is going to reach thirty trillion, and I see 
cost-cutting measures coming across all spectrums of life, including wrestling, myself. Okay, that's a hologram. Would this hologram be in your likeness, though? Could could that be? Would you prefer that? Like, like, getting, like, getting, uh, like getting pain from the hologram or like... Uh, no, just point, having point a hologram a look like you. Like a spitting image of yourself as a hologram. Would that be a stipulation you would have with Tex Thompson if you had to give up your bell ringing duties? Would you demand as a cost-cutting measure that it, that the hologram look like you? Uh, I, I would say yeah, yeah. Okay, very good. I think most of the fans would agree, would agree. Okay. Well, Mr. Ding, Memorial Day weekend is known for its motor racing event, the Indianapolis 500. My question is, do you see a future where they where they will combine wrestling with motor racing? Absolutely. Really? Oh, okay. What yeah, would they call this hybrid? Each other. Um, I'm sorry. I I think it'll also be called a Monster Wrestling Trucks Rally. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, Mr. Ding. Our opening theme song, especially today, was the Night Court theme song. My question is, do you think that 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 bull who played the bailiff could have made the BCW roster? Probably, yes. Now, uh, do you remember watching this as you were growing up? Can you tell... Our Turnbuckle Turmoil fans, exactly what age group you were in, and if you were a teenager when Night Court was running on TV. Uh, sorry, I'm trying to think here. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I honestly don't know. I don't think I've, I've ever even seen, like, Nightcore or anything. Oh, boy. Well, now you have a homework assignment, a turnbuckle homework assignment, where you will go and look at Night Court and pay specific attention to the character that played Bull the Bailiff. And if you could get back to Sign Guy and see if uh, – in, in, tell Sign Guy – in your opinion, if he could be a good BCW wrestler, will, will you take on I this would assignment? definitely look that up. Okay, all right. Well, just for the record, how old were you in uh, 1988? I was not even born in 1988. You, you, were, you were not born yet? No, I was born in 1994. Oh, my God. Oh, okay. So you wouldn't know Night Court. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, okay. What are you talking about? <laughs> Holy smokes. Okay. Well, now, I I do believe you will enjoy Night Court. That was our yeah, opening I'll, theme I'll song. Yeah, I'll definitely that up. Oh, very good. I'm, and I'm sure the sign guy looks forward to your assessment of Bowl the Bailiff. Very good. Very good. I'm glad I'm, I'm – I, in a small part – IQT votes am expanding your cultural knowledge. I, I kind of hope that uh, 
that I am. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, Mr. Ding, do you see yourself see you uh, do you see yourself producing a wrestling podcast like Turnbuckle Turmoil, which is in its tenth year? And if so, who would your top three blue-collar wrestling wrestlers be if you could choose them to be a host with you? Who would your top three be? Mm. Wrestlers be? Uh, one would definitely be Zach Winters. Uh, two, I would have to say Mac Trigger. And three, I would have to say the uh, former, well, he was in BCW, and I think he's still in BCW. I'm not quite sure, but uh, Goblin. Ooh, man. Okay, Ding 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 Kid and Goblin as uh, co-producers of a BCW uh, podcast. Very interesting. Also, Mean Mac Traeger, an interesting, interesting choice. Okay. Okay. Very good. Okay. Well, if you did produce this Blue Collar Wrestling podcast, uh, do you offhand, what theme songs would you have to open up the podcast that you can think of? What theme, theme songs I would have to open up? Like yes. Their own theme song or just like a- any song? Any song that you can off the top any of your song? head. Uh, I would have to say Run It With The Devil because that is one of my favorite songs. Uh, two, I would have to say Bartholomew by The Silent Comedy. And three, I would have to say All Stars. Oh, okay. All right. Now, if you if you expand your 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 and put your undefeated streak on the line at Blue Collar Wrestling, will Running with the Devil be your entrance music? Absolutely. Okay. All right. How about uh, Superstar by Karen Carpenter? Have you considered that? That song, Superstar. I don't think I haven't heard of it, but I would definitely give it a listen to it. And if I like it, then probably yes. Okay. I, I'm just suggesting this because Superstar by Karen Carpenter is one of Sign Guy's favorites. Yes. Uh, then no, I would not. Oh, you would not. Okay. No. Okay. Very good choice. Just because okay. it, because it's a Sign Guy's favorite, I would not. <laughs> Uh, oh, okay. All right. Well, Mr. Ding, what was your favorite meal that you liked to have at Patty Dietz's uh, cafe before the COVID-20 pandemic? I, I'm more of their hot dog guy. I really like their hot dogs over there. Oh, okay. Hot dogs. Okay. Patty Dietz. Okay. Very good. Mr. Ding, how big of a crowd would be drawn to the North Portland Eagles if Donald Trump made an event? How do you think that how many how much parking would be taken up mile after mile in a perimeter at Blue Collar? Zero. Oh, okay, okay, that's a little bit underestimated there. I I would predict that a fan would have to arrive two hours before the event and then. He would even have to walk a half mile to the event. That's my opinion. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, Mr. Ding, 
Are there any truths to the rumors out of Shelton, Washington, from my wrestling sources, that you plan to form a Mikey Mustache fan club? Mikey Mustache. No, I don't even know who my, Mikey Mustache is. Oh, okay. Oh, boy. that's uh, He's one of my favorite uh, Northwest wrestlers, Mikey Mustache. He has the best mustache in the wrestling business. Maybe you could look up uh, his um, uh, Facebook page, Mikey Mustache. Yeah, that's another thing I'm going to have to look up is Mikey Mustache. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you look forward to that. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, my uh, uh, Mr. Ding, can you recall what grade you were in or what age you were when you first saw the Shockmaster incident on TV with Sid Vicious, the Shockmaster incident? Uh, what year was that? Uh, was it, uh, what's I, that? See, uh, what year was that took place, the whole Shockmaster incident? Oh, that is a good question. I'm going to say that was in the early 90s. For at this moment, 93. Oh, 93. Yeah, I wasn't even born in 93. the next year after. (laughs) Again, you've told me that you've told me this fact, but I forget. But you know, you could have saw it on YouTube. No. Yeah, I, okay. I, I see all the time when WWE shows, they'll say, oh, that's, wow, okay, can't believe that actually happened. <laughs> okay. All right, very good. Okay. Okay. Well, Mr. Ding, did you, well, here again, your age might play a factor. I was going to ask if you ever attended a Roddy Roddy Piper Portland Wrestling Uncut um, near Lake Oswego uh, in a studio that used to be where they filmed the Ramblin' Rod uh, kid show in the 70s. Roddy Piper produced Portland Wrestling Uncut around 2000 and I believe 9 to 2000, no, wait a second, 2010 to 2012. And I myself had the fortune of attending a Roddy Piper Uncut segment. I, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, no, I have not intended to that. Okay. All right. Yeah, I, I think he only ran it for a year or a year and a half. Yeah, and was okay. it, didn't he also, like, uh, ran a wrestling promotion for a short period of time, too, in Portland? On TV? Huh. I, TV, I'm not sure on that. It was on, Just, it was on like, the Channel 12 or 2 News, I think. Oh, okay. Well, I myself now have a homework assignment. Yes. <laughs> okay, I did look that up. I, 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 it was a, for me, it was a seminal moment uh, to attend that uncut event because I held up a sign and the piper himself uh, stopped in his tracks, looked at my sign, and smiled. That's awesome. Ronnie Piper is a good guy. He is. He is. And uh, I, I, I think that was a, it was a, a step below um, uh, my, um, how would you say, wrestling experiences. I think when, uh, having Roddy Piper smile at my sign was a step below when you handed me the bell ringing duties at Blue Collar when you gave me the hammer. Yes. So let's say that's like the timekeeping thing, that's number one, and the sign guy, sorry. Piper thing number two, right? 
Uh, yeah, I, I think so. Pretty close. Okay. I, well, I'd say a, a certain well, arm wrestling event intergender participated in in the Northwest was, was also uh, tied with your bell ringing, with my bell ringing duties. When I put my intergender arm wrestling on the line. Yes. Interesting. Yes. Which brings me to a question. Uh, Would you ever arm wrestle a Northwest wrestler for charity? Charity. No, I would not arm wrestle. (laughs) Ever. Oh, okay. Ever. Okay. Is, Is this because from my wrestling sources in Shelton, Washington, they inform me that you fear a rotator cuff injury more than anything? No. It's just I'm going to be completely honest with myself. My arms are not suitable for arm wrestling. That That is it. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Not that pumped up. Not like Scott Steiner. Okay. No. Okay, no, no. We have our other co-host, I believe, on the line. And we've got some time left. So best of the Northwest, Randy Zellers. Are you with us? Yes, I am. What's up, fine guy? Yeah, sorry I'm late, but shit, I'll tell you this much. Uh. My phone wouldn't draw a charge last night, <laughs> and it finally that did. Phone not drawing a charge must be how you lost to the moonshiners. Yeah, that is correct. <laughs> yeah, that is correct. I mean, to the moonshiners, hey, I'll, I'll tell you this much: if I hook up my crook, we will beat them again. We will beat them. <laughs> Sounds good, brother, but. We got the ding, ding, ding kid with us still. So if you have some questions, go right into it. Yeah, ding, ding, ding kid. Hey, um, well, I see that I saw on um one of your videos there that you wrestled a friend of mine, Paul Preston, or pretty Paul Preston. Um, probably not wrestle, but yeah, I met Paul Preston. Yeah. Oh yeah, you met Paul Preston. Okay, yeah. Yeah, what inspired what inspired you to get into the business? Uh, just mainly when I first started watching it back in '03, and and just wanting to be in the business ever since, and I've been hooked ever since on that. Well, that's good. That's good. And I see that you're from the you're from the Northwest, correct? Yes. Hey, all right, another Northwest brother. Hey, I I, I like to hear that. <laughs> yep, and yep. So BCW is the only uh, promotion that you exclusively work for. Yes, BCW is the only promotion I, I've ever worked for. Oh, yeah, dang. So how is it down there? I mean, with uh, COVID restrictions, are they gonna start opening back up soon? Or I I hope so because I miss going to wrestling events. I miss going to all wrestling events. Yeah, <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> well, maybe too. Maybe one of these times you may come on up and watch some Northwest Pro action. I I will most definitely will. All right. Well, shoot. Well, shoot. I know that we got we well got that much time and everything, and I came in late, so I'm gonna go ahead and pass you off to my main man, Fine Guy. All right, thank you. I do appreciate it. Hey, no problem. Thank you. I appreciate you, man. Keep up the hard, keep up the good work. Thank you. 
Well, ding, 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 kid, we have a few minutes left on the show, but I want to make sure you have plenty of time. If there is anything at all you want to say to the listeners, plug and promote anything and everything, your social medias, your appearances, your favorite game show, anything that you want to plug and promote, floor is all yours. Uh um, well, I am live on Twitch at Husky double underscore five one eight. Anything else? Uh, no, that is basically pretty much it. Oh, okay. All right, so Husky underscore and then uh, double, double underscore. eight. Double underscore five one eight. Yes. Double underscore five one eight. All right. And they can see you doing the twitching, as the kids say. Yep, Twitch. And the people that got me into streaming, of like playing video games live, is New Legacy Inc. They're like the most funniest dudes I, I've ever watched. You can check those guys out as well. And the people who helped me out into streaming is Plyrock Nation and Preacher Oron. All right, well... It's been a while since uh, I've seen you, but hopefully once things open back up, we'll cross paths again. I want to thank you very much for being on the show today and taking time out of your busy schedule to be with us. And of course, hopefully, hopefully the next time you're in a professional match, the person that gets that rematch has a little bit better luck and they'll end your undefeated streak because that guy got robbed by bad officiating, I think. I say it was 100% perfect officiating. I don't know. I've seen a lot of officiating. I wouldn't call it that. But um, nonetheless, I want to thank you again for being on. You're always welcome here. So fans, definitely jump on the YouTubes and Watch some old blue-collar wrestling, and you might see the ding-ding-ding kid ringing that bell. Also, find him over on the Twitch doing the game thing, so follow him. You don't have any T-shirts where someone can buy your T-shirt, but at some point, maybe you will, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. Sometime at some point, I'll definitely will be making merchandise. All right, so keep your eyes peeled for the ding-ding-ding kid merchandise. Buy the bells, bring them to wherever he's going to be, ring those bells. People actually did that. There was a big run on bells being sold, and they would ding, ding, ding the bells for you. I remember that. I, I did, too. That was, uh, that was a fun moment. Mm-hmm. Think of the fun it would have been if you had marketed those bells, bought them for a dollar, signed your name to it, and sold them for $10. Yeah. I probably have should have done that. You think? All right. Well, fans, definitely keep an eye on the merchandise situation when it comes out. Keep up with them on the social medias. We will be back with you next week. Next Friday, we have out of Midwest All Pro Wrestling, which is Nick Denmore's promotion, the champion there, DeLorean Diggs. Then I got a beeline to gouge. I'm a gouge next Saturday for the Big Slam Memorial Redneck Rumble, where I hope to outlast everybody else, win that match, go on to face Snooty Fox for the Gouge Heavyweight Championship, <laughs> win that, and then I will set my sights firmly on whoever holds 
the Frank man, the spaceman Frank Hickey 24-7 scientific wrestling trophy. That's my goal in life. So if you're in North Carolina, anywhere near Raleigh, we'll be at Clouds Brewing at 4 p.m. next week. So come check out some gouge. First show back post-pandemic. Should be a great one. And I'll be right back here a week from today. And one week from this very day, I'll come straight from the airport, jump on here, and we have this great Kwong. He is out of the Northwest, works for uh, Combat Pro Wrestling. So he'll be our guest next week. Everybody continue to stay safe out there, and we'll talk to you all soon. Thank you again for having me, and I do appreciate it. Our pleasure. Yeah, buddy, buddy. 